This is Tales, Tunes, and Towtons, a podcast about stories and songs from Newfoundland and Labrador. We occasionally eat Towtons, our favorite food group. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jen. And this is episode, you gotta help me. 43. 43. I was really nervous about saying that intro, but... We got it. Well, because we haven't said it in a no, while. Like riding a bike. Oh, my watch dinged. Ding. There it is. Be real. Do you use the app Be Real? I had it for like two days. And you got rid of it? Yeah. I have it. And it would just be photos of me reading a book. I only have like <laughs> two friends. <laughs> so I'm like sending these real Be Reels to like two people. And my kids are rolling their eyes at me because they're like, no, mom, that app is over is it is it really over i don't know but it's fun so does it say send you a because i didn't have it long enough to know does it send you a specific time every day or is it randomly throughout your day you don't know when it's gonna come okay yeah yeah and then you have so much time to post your b-reel but you can also post it late you can yeah okay yeah that would be my issue because in in order to see your friends you have to post in order to see like if you get b-reels from your friend you can't just see them if you haven't posted yours for the day. Oh, tr- yeah. Who thought of that? Yeah. So, anyway, I'm yeah. on Be Real. <laughs> I used to use this app called One Second a Day. Oh, oh, I've had one of my similar. friends had it before, yeah. and you post like a picture or a one second clip, clip or whatever, and then at the end of the year, it does yeah. this. I was obsessed with that for one year. That was cool. I did like I enjoyed watching people's one second a day videos, yeah. like the year montage. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, because I love, I, well, my favorite social media app is Instagram. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't care if there were followers or not. I just love, um, I don't care that there are followers, but I'd rather have it for myself just as a like totally. photo album. Totally. Because we grew up in a time where I always was getting film developed. Me too. Me too. I, we're like. <laughs> we start this and we're like what are we going to talk about and then we end up on some like random tangent i recently like within the past six to nine months started getting chat books have i showed you my chat books i don't we're like think so. promoing all these random companies uh we'll not, tag them not later. sponsored uh chat books i have these tiny little it's like the size of a cd case but thinner and mine are paperback so they're flimsy and it's just a month of photos so I have one a month for like nine months now and they're super cheap and And you do it online and it sends it to you yeah I have a subscription so I'm just auto paying so for example I haven't I haven't submitted one in like five months but I've paid for them all so So last week I just went through and did them all off and they just showed up in the mail and yeah fancy I have a um Obviously, Sarah takes beautiful photos, and she takes a lot of them. But I have an album on my iPhone that's photos to print. Oh, it's been there for maybe ten years. Too, though. Yeah, but I haven't. You haven't done. Actually, I was out with my cousin last night, and we were at Walmart or whatever. And I don't know if Costco does photos anymore. I don't think they do. She told me that, and then she said the best place to get them done was Staples. So you, I'm, that's what I'm going to do. Put them online. Newfoundland canvas. Newfoundland canvas does that really beautiful prints can you upload them online yes i've done it highly recommend it okay again not sponsored (laughs) (laughs) but could be um (laughs) yeah i don't because i was really into photo albums and scrapbooking when i was like a teenager Mm -hmm. but then you know me too Mm -hmm. um i kind of fell out of that i know and also kind of fell out of printing photos yes 
I've had a recent realization of similar that like if I got hacked on Instagram, I would lose a so lot sad. of memories. Life gone. So I'm really picky about like who follows me and stuff, although it's a public account, but I'll like remove followers if they're But don't you sketchy. have on your iPhone like ev- like can't you have an album that's every photo you've uploaded to Instagram? Maybe. I think that exists, Sarah. Or like Jen is looking. Albums. Here's my photos to print. <laughs> um now mine have obviously not synced but there's an instagram photo okay like i don't know when it stopped yeah maybe you're right because oh, no, it, it doesn't stop like there's the one of the last the recent one okay good to know check your phone all right i will and look i do have like one second a day and there's only like two photos oh in there, yeah but. Yeah, like I, well, I was showing Jen, I recently bought a drone and all my drone video footage is, is dropping into a file as well. So like it's created its own album and yeah, iPhones are clever. Look at that. Yep. I have to look at your books now if you have them. I will. I'll get them for you. Okay. So what's up? Let's make what's an shaking? episode. We've been traveling a lot. That's why we haven't been. We've been very busy. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Disney World for the first time. Amazing. I saw Taylor Swift. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that was around the same time. We were in Florida at the same time, but yeah, at yeah. different things. Different purposes. Yeah. 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 And then I went I went to Florida again and you're leaving soon and Italy. Trips, 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 trips. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry, that's why we were Yeah. We were unavailable. the world. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do a little summer episode now. And it's gonna be a little different, but I think that it will be entertaining and interesting, and we're hopefully going to create some interaction from this one. And how do we want to do this? So Jen and I have a few topics each. Mine are future episode possibilities. Like your top three. Yep. And then what are your, what's your list? Mine are, my list is uh, Jen's top three things to do this summer. Okay. So... Jen's going to share those with you, and then I'm going to share with you three stories, just brief overviews of topics that I'm going to cover in the future, and then we're going to take a vote, and you're going to let me know which one we're going to cover in our first episode of the next season. Ooh. And Jen will give us her vote, too. Oh, okay. I'll <laughs> vote. I will vote on whatever platform we post this on. Okay. I don't okay. want to influence the... Oh, good idea. Listeners. Look at you being so... Uh, what's the word? Diplomat. Not diplomatic. <laughs> that's not the right word, but you know. You know. Okay. Do you want to go one for one or do you want... What do you want to do? Let's go one for one. Okay. Let's mix it up. You Let's go first. Okay. So my top one thing to do this summer... Is this like your number one or are you going uh, three, to three, two, one? I don't... Or well, like, I guess I, it came to my head first. So maybe it is my top thing to do. I've already done it. I did it two weeks ago. And it's one I of my favorite I can places. Guess. What do you I think bet it I is? can guess. Goes, sorry, my chair is really squeaky. <laughs> uh, see the whales in St. Vincent's? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So St. Vincent's Beach is like one of my favorite, favorite places. And last summer I was actually working on a project and I didn't get out to St. Vincent's once during the summer. But every year previous to that, um, I would drive out multiple times. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing for me to Impressive, be like. Impressive because it's far. Yeah. It's sunny out. I'm going <laughs> to St. Vincent's today. 
And I always drive down, go through St. Mary's. There's a little gas station and a little like place to get some snacks that I always stop in. My tradition is to get a Lunchable <laughs> um, and a pack, a pack, a <laughs> bag of Doritos. Okay. And whatever, you know, drink is the fancy of the day. And see the whales. So two years ago, I actually saw them. They were really, really close up. Yep. Um, so this is about an hour, four, 45, 50 minutes uh, from the city of St. John's. And the beach is like five kilometers long. And it's the largest site in the world where you can view humpbacks and, and whales from the land. And there's a really steep drop off in the water. So the whales can actually come quite close. It's mm-hmm. not a swimming beach. No, at all. no. Um, but it's really, really incredible. And you can, you know, every year when the Capelin is, is rolling in, uh, that's kind of when it starts and you can keep your eye out to local Facebook groups. They're like the whales mm-hmm, are in St. Vincent. Mm-hmm. And then it's like over the news and over Facebook and everyone's going out. So I went out, yeah, two weekends ago and they were there. Uh, they weren't as close as they were two years ago. Okay. Like I mentioned, I never got out last year, which was one of my saddest things of the summer. <laughs> list of sadness (laughs) it's my list of sadness but i love going there just sitting down i went with our friend keith yep and i made him get a lunchable (laughs) i didn't get doritos i was like oh i broke my tradition um and is it over can you still see them now or is it over i think it's like between like i guess as long as whales are feeding june july august i think you can but i think the like peak. the time to go is when people on Facebook are like, yes, they've arrived. They're here, yeah. And it's usually around the same time, like yep. that all the Capelin are rolling into Middle Cove and around different places. Um, highly I, recommended. Yeah, I went, I didn't get there last year or this year, but I went the year before. And I don't remember if we posted a picture. Probably. I don't know. I, if we, if we didn't, I'll post a picture of a whale because it is the most magical experience. Yeah. And I was sad that I missed it this year. I just couldn't make the timing work. But if you they're still, still there, I'll check out the Facebook page. Even sometimes I find myself driving out. There don't even have to be whales. I just <laughs> go for the – I love driving. Mm. So I go for the drive. I stop, get my little snack. D- driving down into St. Mary's, like it's really, really beautiful mm. there. And uh, – if you catch the sunset, it's really it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's part of it's along the Irish Loop. I've I often like to drive the whole Irish Loop, but I usually when I get down to St. Vincent's, I come back the same way. You have yeah. Salmon Air Line and then the highway. But you can if you yeah two years ago I would have went the whole Irish Loop, and of course you get to Cape Race, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. Uh, I've never Sarah, done the whole loop. You got okay. Yeah. We should do the whole loop yeah. sometime. We'll have to do it. There's a uh, yeah you get down to Cape Race and. There's parts where, like, it's just nothing, and you're like, oh, my gosh. So it's really cool. Uh, I haven't done that well because it is longer on the way back, of course. Yeah. Um, but something that's really cool about the beach, too, is actually that it's wheelchair accessible. There's, like... I saw that. That's really neat. Yeah. You yeah. can't get down right, like, no. the water or anything. But, but much closer than yeah, you could yeah. have otherwise. You yeah. can definitely see the whales, right? Yeah. Um, so that's my top thing to do this summer. I guess it's free besides gas going out there. And Lunchables. Uh, and and Lunchables and Doritos. Lots of like, I'm sure there's, and there's more little shops you can kind of support on the way, on the way down. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Awesome. That's my top number one thing. Okay. So I will share with you in no particular order, 
Although, actually, before that, I'm going to tell you about my favorite snack of the summer right now. Oh, Hawkins. Hawkins cheese. Wish it was sponsored. <laughs> I'm on a real Hawkins cheese. Uh, you know, though, with Hawkins, I the little bags are the perfect they amount. Are. Like, they are. Yeah. It's almost like if you have too much of a good thing. Yes. And that I is find, definitely yeah. one of those things. Yeah. The little bags yeah. are the best. They are. My mouth is watering yeah. right now. Okay. So I am going to share with you, in no particular order, like I said, a topic that I will cover next year. And then uh, you're going to help me decide which one I do first. So let's, okay, I'll pick this one. So this topic is about a long-standing tradition in our province. And here's a little information about it from the Government of NL website. The Arts and Letters Award Program was established in, can you take a guess? Um, I know about this program. I want to say like 1990, 1991. Okay, you ready to have your mind blown? <laughs> 1952. Wow. Because to me, like, no offense, arts and letters, but like, it wasn't like a big topic on my radar. But then when I saw that it's been around so long, I thought that was really interesting. So it was established in 1952 to encourage the creation of new works by art, or sorry, works of art by residents of Newfoundland and Labrador. Open to both established and emerging artists of all ages, each year this iconic program recognizes excellence by awarding over 60 winners for original works in visual art, literary, French literary, music, and media arts. All entrants receive a written adjudication and winners receive a cash prize uh, and have the opportunity to participate in an annual exhibition at the rooms. Oh, maybe if you do that, then you have to submit something. So, like, I know people who've won arts and letters, like, from their songwriting, yeah. like, pop songs and worthy song, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mm. And, I mean, there's a field trip in there waiting to happen. Waiting. <laughs> we can go to the rooms when they have that exhibit on. That's something I've never experienced. I don't know a whole lot about the arts and letters competition, so... I look forward to learning more about that. Nice. See how that topic strikes you, listeners. Okay. Right. Tag. Back to me. Are you done? Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, okay. My second thing to do this summer. Kind of close to St. Vincent's. <laughs> my, my things are all things I do all the time, and so they're kind of <laughs> close. Is the Chance Cove Coastal Hiking Trail. I haven't done that Sarah. either. <laughs> I'm okay. such a bad provincial ambassador. <laughs> unofficial, unofficial. So I have done this hike numerous times. I think I've not done it where it's like been gleaming sunshine on the water. So I still you're, have to yeah, yeah. get you're that waiting experience. For that time. Um, so it's like Trinity Bay area. And again, located along the Irish Loop. Um it's, so there's actually a provincial park, Chance Cove Provincial Park, stretches from the edge of the highway right down to this trail mm -hmm. um, along the coastline. I think it became really popular because I will admit I did not know about nor hike this trail until COVID yeah. uh, where kind of everyone was home and people were posting like, this is what I'm doing. And there was like a real big surge. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe the summer. The photos sell it. It's right. such a beautiful yeah. landscape. Um, and people were like, the, I remember hearing from people that the trail was just full. Mm -hmm. Like, um, so I kind of came on a little after that, uh, maybe the next summer or whatnot. But 
Uh, the views are spectacular. It's not a long, uh, long hike. I lied to a friend once that, and I said, it's only a tiny little hill to get up there. <laughs> and it was a lie. But it depends on where you start. Like, you can avoid this little hill or whatever. And um, over the past couple summers, there used to be a part where you could, like, the word is escaping me. Um, like, yeah, yeah. What's that word? Um, belay. Like, not belay, but, like, uh. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, Jen is like doing hand um, actions. You like use the repel, rope. repel, repel, repel. Gosh, what did I say? Repel. You can repel down a rope, but they've, I guess, updated now. There's so there's a set of stairs at uh, one section where you can walk down the stairs and go onto the beach down there. But then there's another section that you can repel down. Um, so I did both. Very cool. I feel like superhero repelling down there. Yeah. But then you have to like get back up. Yeah. Very cool. There's a trail uh, just over here by me that goes from um, Beachy Cove Beach to the St. Phillips Marina. And there's a before. part where you have to repel down. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been on that one in a little while, but I'm hoping to do it this summer. But I have heard that that's been worked on a little bit. So yes. I don't know if you still have to repel. And part of my tradition when I go to Chance Cove is <laughs> snacks, snacks. <laughs> this is the food. But this is also sad. Sad thing that happened. Um, so Chance Cove's like here. And then w- on the way home, I then like pop into Dildo, drive to Greens Harbor. So it's kind of out of the way, but like Major once you're out. But yeah, yes. Once yeah. you're out there, like whatever. Yeah. And go to a place called Jigs and Reels, which closed. I was just going to say I heard it closed. Mm-hmm. Which to me is one of the saddest great the clubhouse sandwich. Great losses of the province. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the clubhouse sandwich at Jigs and Reels was outstanding. Staff, amazing. I've been out there for like St. Patty's Day things. <laughs> I'm hungry. This is not the right conversation. <laughs> Would often go out there just to get the clubhouse sandwich mm-hmm. or just to go to Jigs and Reels. And last summer, or like last winter, I can't remember, they put up on their Instagram, like, we're closing. And then, like, a day later, they put up, stay tuned, dot, dot, dot. And that's nothing, it. Nothing. Hold on now. I'm looking up Leave Jigs and Reels. Jen's been left hanging ever since. Like, man, if I had uh, money, I would open that. Jigs and Reels. Jigs and Reels. Still, oh, maybe it was Facebook. Oh. <laughs> it was Facebook. Um, anyways, that was my chance code tradition, but... Again, a free activity besides your gas getting That's out awesome. there. Yeah. And if you like hiking, oh, it's really, really, really beautiful. Very cool. Awesome. All right. Well, my next one, again, in no particular order. Uh, so the next story, it's intrigued me. It happened in 1931, and it takes place off the northern peninsula at Horse Island. Here's a few lines from Wikipedia to help paint a picture of the event. In 1931, Horse Island became famous during the shooting of a Canadian movie with financial backing from Paramount Paramount no Paramount Pictures, The Viking, directed by Varric Frizzell, a New York filmmaker. The movie was shot aboard the SS Viking, and it was to feature the lives of Newfoundland sealers. On March 15, 1931, while the film crew were preparing to shoot background footage, the whole stern of Viking was blown off by an explosion. Viking caught fire and sank, killing Frizzell and 26 other men. What? 
Egypt. Some of the survivors made the over-ice trek to Horse Islands, while some were rescued by other vessels dispatched to the area. Dot, dot, dot. Hold on. That's what actually happened. That's not what happened on the movie set. That's what actually happened. Okay. I was like, that happened? (laughs) (laughs) That's a trailer. (laughs) No, no. No, that's what actually happened. So that's another story that I'll share next year. I think that will be a really interesting one. And Uh, what year was it? 1931. So that wasn't the sealers. No. I think that there's multiple sealing disasters, you know, type of disasters. Yeah. But ama- like it just blows my mind that in 1931, like almost 100 years ago, a film crew from America was coming to Little Island of Newfoundland. Like, how did they even hear about it and get there? Because there was no highway. Right. Right? Because we've talked about this Transcanada. <laughs> <laughs> the ceiling disaster was 1914. I was like, I can't remember We've the talked date. about I that, that and the Transcanada Highway, yep. like all these things. It's just, it's so amazing, the history and yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Give her. Mm, okay. Number three. I have not done this year, but I did last year. Okay. Trinity Eco Tours in Trinity. Ooh, good one. So this is like whale watching, sea kayaking. They do ATV tours. So I took my junior high group there um, on a weekend tour. And our activity was, oh gosh, what are the boats called? The um, Zodiac. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I was trying to ride the she boat here. doing the actions. Um, unreal. Magical. Well, it was like, I was a little nervous because I was like taking kids out on boats, sure. you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like, oh my gosh, I was so in my glee and we saw whales like screaming my head off with all the kids and Skipper Bob. Shout out to Skipper the, Bob. He owns the company. Amazing, amazing. We like after our whole tour, they also had hosted our lunch for us. And like, if you're looking for something exciting to do. Mm hmm. Go to Trinity. Beautiful, like, Trinity's beautiful. They have the Rising yeah. Tide Theater out there. Uh, Elizabeth Burry has mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. jewelry studio out there. There's, like, the Sweet ice Rock cream. Ice Cream, yep. Sarah's Sweets, like, the <laughs> Sarah's <laughs> Chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we went to Sarah's Chocolate, yeah. of course. Also, uh, oh, I should have made it one of my things. The What's the park that was there but no more? Uh, I don't know. You know, they had like a big amusement park out there, and now it's no. just ruins in ne- Trinity. Have n- never oh, heard come of on! Uh, oh, the name is escaping me. Uh, it'll uh, Trinity Loop. The Trinity I've Loop. I've definitely heard of Trinity Loop, but I yeah. did not know it was an amusement park. Yeah, and then the other the thing I want to do in Trinity is the Random Passage site. Oh, I did that years and years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah, but I only see the coolest pictures and videos from Mm -hmm. the zodiac tours oh my god you have to go and um like on their website like i'll link all this or whatever but what i love about like you know all the three things i've mentioned um is like just being a tourist in your own Mm -hmm. province Mm -hmm. you know um so this is from their website it's like how to be a tourist in your own province there's like a whole little section uh, what it does, so this is straight from their website, probably written by Skipper Bob himself. <laughs> I definitely have a picture with him. Oh, I've got to find it. What, do, what does it actually mean to become a tourist in your own home? 
It means immersing yourself fully into nature, wildlife, culture, history, and folklore more than you ever have before. Very cool. Simple. Right? Am I, f- I feel like when I was a kid, my family, we didn't um, vacation like as a family a lot. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't something that we could have afforded when I was younger. But to this day, like my parents, they, they have in their car the map. Do they? And like that's what they do. Like, oh, we're going to drive here. We're going over here. Like, we're going here. And like we did that camping, right, a lot mm-hmm. as a family. Um, I feel like I might have mentioned this before, but I can obsess over a map so hard. Really? Like I have literally spent an hour zoomed in on Google Maps just exploring like – Places, how things are connected, visiting uh, like places I've been in the world on Google Maps to see like, okay, I remember that road. So do you like being the navigator, like turn here, do this, go here? Uh, I don't really have a preference, but I just like if there was a map, I would be so so distracted because I'd just be like following road lines to see where things, you know, to familiarize myself and orient myself that way. And... Then I was going to tell you another thing uh, about Trinity, totally off topic, but sort of on topic, but really cool. Have you heard about the eagle, the unique eagle on the Bonavista Peninsula that has come here from Japan? No. Okay. So I will see if I can get my hands on a photo. I just stumbled upon this interview on CBC one day about it was you know it was with like some bird expert or something and they were talking about this eagle that has been tracked and it is a specific breed of eagle from asia that has been found in canada is so rare it's so unheard of and it was in like one time so it was in bc last year and then it made its way across the country and it has been spotted like in new brunswick and now it's in newfoundland just one one eagle So I was randomly listening to this interview and it just piqued my interest and I listened to the whole thing. And so this eagle has landed here and it's, it's so fascinating because they don't know if it's male or female. Is it going to mate? Is it going to make friends? Is it going to be the one to have the babies? Is it going to be killed because it doesn't fit in? Is it, you know, all of these possibilities, if it mates, be it the male or female, there's going to be an entirely new species of eagles. So I heard this and then I have some photography friends who went to Trinity and they probably did an eco tour and they were taking photos of whales and they were in Elliston taking pictures of the puffins Mm -hmm. and someone got a picture of the eagle. Like like this year, last the year? The eagle, like last month. Oh, so it's here. It is so cool. And the eagle looks like, I don't even know how, if you'll know what I'm talking about, but on like the Bugs Bunny and Tweety show or whatever, oh. there was a cartoon bird. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> I will find a photo of that as well because I, I don't know how to describe the picture of this eagle, but it is just really unique looking and it reminds me of a cartoon okay. figure. Okay, yeah. And so that's what the photo looks like. So I'm going to try to find a photo of this eagle. And it is in the on the Bonavista Peninsula currently. And maybe someone else has spotted it. But Ooh. something else fun to see that doesn't cost you anything. There I just wanted go. to add Only that. the gas. Go, no. <laughs> Only the gas and the snacks. <laughs> you got to pay to go on the tour, of course. But yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. But yes, I didn't mean to like. Yeah. 
No, no, no. That's very interesting. Very. Yeah. This is like a really, I think, a wonderful local business to support. They all, we all, yeah, we ate. They also served us food after our tour. Very cool. Um, I mean, there might have been one kid who came off his tour looking a little green. I would have been me. I get so <laughs> but seasick. trooper. Yeah. It awesome. was so, so awesome. That's really cool. Uh, yeah. Especially if you like being on the water, like the boat is way lower than like your traditional yeah. um, boat. Fishing boat or whatever. Uh, yeah. Tour yeah like the yeah. Gatherall's boat tours mm-hmm. and, you mm-hmm. know, O'Brien's boat tours that, that happen. Uh, you definitely feel like you're sitting on that water. On the yeah. water. Just yep. you and a sheet of plastic in, me <laughs> and the, in between. And the whales. Awesome. There you go. Okay. So my last and last but not least topic is one that has been on my radar for a while, the Great Fire of 1892. Right. And I'm going to just read you the first couple of lines from the website uh, Heritage Newfoundland Labrador, which I reference all the time, one of my favorites, uh, just to give you an overview of this tale. Late in the afternoon of July 8th, 1892, a small fire broke out in in a St. John's stable after a lit pipe or match, fell into a bundle of hay. Although containable at first, the flames quickly spread due to dry weather conditions, a disorganized fire department, and poor planning on the part of city officials. Within hours, the fire had destroyed almost all of St. John's, leaving 11,000 people homeless and causing $13 million in property damage. Wow. So that is definitely a story that I will cover in the future. So now... Is it going to be next? Is it going to be the first one? Is it going to be the first one? I don't really have a preference. I think they'll all be very interesting. But I'm also curious to see what intrigues you and what you want to hear first. I also have a bonus thing. All right. Give us your bonus. My bonus was food. Okay. If you're going to Bonavista, go to Mifflin's Tea Room. Ooh. So this is a family-run business in Bonavista. The house is from the 1900s, but it was like had some reconstruction done in 2009 or 2010. Anyway, I have always been a fan of Mifflin's and the pan-fried cod you can get there. Okay. And this summer, I choir. I got my choir geek glasses on. I took another choir there a couple weeks ago, and I met one of the owners, Dean. Mr. Mifflin. And I was like, this is one of my favorite places. And... He's just basically my best friend now. Amazing. And anytime I go back there, I'm going to be like, look for Dean. But anyways, it's like, you've pr- if you've been to Bonavista, it's right across from the, the theater there, the yeah. Garrick Theater. I think I was there with you once. Probably on call there. When we went, I've only ever been to Bonavista one time and it, oh, you were you there. Go back. And I feel like we went Tea in there. Teapots everywhere. But we only just had like a cup of coffee or something. Okay. La- so I was in Bonavista last summer as well. And I think I had the cod three times mm. like over the couple days i was there we're going back to mifflin's because it <laughs> was too good not to like Yum. if you like cod i love cod yeah they also have a sunday special of jigs dinner amazing i looked on their website it says served from noon until it's gone so come <laughs> early <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my bonus mifflin's tea room amazing cool and if you've done any, any of these things yeah. let us know if you've already done them yeah cool that's it. So that's our summer update, and you Hope will hear from well. us in the fall, which is like just around the corner. But you let's said, not you talk said about next this. year earlier. I was like, it's actually only like a month. Of, like, I <laughs> reference years by yeah. school years, yeah. not calendar years. years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Next school year. So. Wouldn't it be weird? Yeah, if the year went September to like June. 
Yeah, and like New Year's Eve. Blackout was. dates <laughs> from July. <to> August. <laughs> yeah, I think most people's years. Any anyone who has children in their lives for any reason mm-hmm. go on calendar school years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we hope you're all having a wonderful vacation summer and doing lots of fun stuff. And yeah, stay safe. Stay safe. Have fun. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Our theme song is McAlpine's Crew by Matthew Byrne. Thanks to Matthew for allowing us to use it. You can learn more about Matthew and his music at matthewbyrne.net. You can find Tales, Tunes, and Towtons on the following platforms. Facebook and Instagram at Tales, Tunes, and Towtons. TikTok at Tales, Tunes, Towtons. And Twitter at Tales, Tunes, Pod, and L. To get in touch with us, send an email to Tales, Tunes, Towtons at gmail.com. And last but not least, please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. And don't forget to rate us and leave a review so we can continue to grow.